0: Day one hundred and seven. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves. Yeah. Psalm all right. Psalm eighty-five. Psalm eighty-five. Um,
1: you know, he's all like all of the first few verses, man, he's going to use these past tense language like verbs to speak of what God has done for his people right god you forgave God you show favor god you've covered our sin God you've restored us and I'm a calling you to do it now right right one of the best things we like about God is that he doesn't change right he's the same God mm. and the things that he did then for his people forgiveness favor like he can do that for us now and the psalmist is calling on him to do that he's like yo There's been sins that have been committed among your people. And it's corporate. He's using these plural pronouns. And um, at the end of the day, like they want that same favor of God expressed now. And I think, too, he's also showing us, bro, that we all have a role to play in the moral, ethic, ethos of the bodies we are proud of. That's why he calls on God to show this favor to not just him, but to the community. We all have a role to play in making sure that the community as a whole, we all have a responsibility to make sure that the community as a whole remains faithful.
0: Yep. I love that point just about God not changing. And we say it all the time, since God doesn't change, the past things that he's done is not a chronicle of his greatest hits, right? If he can't change, then his past works are really future promises. Mm -hmm. And that's why he can hold on so firmly because like, God, I know you provided, you forgave, and you're still the same God, so I can count on you to, provide, and forgive in the future. And that's how the psalm ends off, right? Verse 12 also, right? So the psalm verses 1 through 4 starts off with past tense. Yeah. But then in the end, verses 10 through 13, future tense, you see that word will. Faithful, love, and truth will join together, right- righteousness and peace Will embrace truth. Will spring up right- righteousness. Will look also the Lord will provide. The land will yield its crop. Righteousness will go before Him to prepare the way for His steps.
1: Yeah, yeah. amazing. You know, really quick, uh, a point I really thought about. Man, people, and, and I've and I don't want to say all non Christians believe this, but right. I have heard non Christians say, "Yo, why would?" why would you get married? Like the person can just change. Right. Right. Mm. They could not be the same person that they was when they said, I do. Right. And um, what's interesting is, it's like, that would be more of a problem Mm. if the marriage, the foundation of the marriage wasn't on a God who doesn't change. Mm. Right. That's good. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's like, yo, like, no, 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 like we believe that yeah. God himself Has called us to this Right And God himself Will sustain us Through this Right So in the same way That we feel that way About marriage We feel that way About the Christian life as Right well. Like God it Calls us to himself And he sustains us On this journey We right. talked about yesterday uh, As we make our way Towards him Last thing Psalm, uh, Verse 12 I love that He mm. says The Lord provide what is good And our land will yield his crops Old Testament We know the people of God Were tied to right. a specific Piece of land The land of Canaan Promised land Yeah And God, when 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 the crops were yielding, right. it was a sign of God's blessing. Mm. that was the only way they was gonna eat. Right, cats weren't going to McDonald's. <laughs> like they couldn't go to Chick Fil A when they want. They had to, they had to depend on the harvest and the crops, right, and the animals. And so what you see is like, how will we read this as a New Testament Christian? We don't just live in a, a particular land. We can actually go to McDonald's, right? Right. What you realize about the New Testament, you have to catch this thread, bro. Is that much of the language of the Old Testament gets universalized and spiritualized? Mm. So now the the the, the the indication that we have God's blessing and favor is not physical crops coming out the ground but the fruit that actually comes from a spiritual relationship Mm. with God Paul would call it the fruit of the spirit that's good right the fruit of the spirit so it's like at the end of the day now it's like no 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 like Lord make your people fruitful right 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 right. make us holy make us joyful make us have peace and love Right. faithfulness right and we'll know that we have your favor Mm. y'all love it same Psalm 86 let's keep going yeah Psalm 86 um be gracious to me, Lord. I love it. Verse three, for I call to you all day long. Mm. The problem with us, bro, us, uh, all of us, is not that we didn't pray about the situation. Right. But it's that we stopped praying mm. about the situation. Right. He's like, yo, no, no, no. I'm going to continually call until I get a call back. It's right, like calling right, me. Right, right, never, right, right. I will never answer my phone. <laughs> it's like calling me. Right. Like he's like, yo, I'm going to keep calling until I get a call back. And, you know, Prayer, is not about length. Yeah. It's not about strength. Right. It's about persistence. Mm. Right. You know, it's been said that a river is able to cut through a rock, not because of its strength, mm. but because of its persistence.
0: That's good, right? bro. At the That's end of the good. day,
1: it's like the reason, you know, our faith grows, bro. Like, is because we persistently come to the one who can answer our prayers.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. And I love that because we're reminded as well that God answers our prayers. This is why we can continually come to him, yep. whether we perform well or not, mm. or whether we um, are scaling mountains of morality or yeah. tumbling down the side. Is He starts off, look at this, verse five. For you, Lord, are kind and ready to forgive. Mm. And then the end of verse Seven says this, I call on you in the day of distress, for you will answer me. Yes. How does David know that God will answer him in verse seven because of who God is in verse five? That's good. Right? His confidence is rooted not in how well he performs, but in who God is. And he says, Yo, God, you're kind and ready to forgive. Therefore, I know that I can call on you in the day of distress, and you'll answer, you'll answer me because of you, not because nice. of me.
1: And I love it, bro. The fact that you said performance. What does he say in verse? 10. For you're great and perform. (laughs) Right. Wonders, (laughs) you alone are God. Bam. Yeah. We don't relate to God based on our performance. Right. We relate to God based Based on on his performance, fam. Mm. He's the one that does the wondrous works. Yeah. Right. We can't do nothing in of ourselves. Yep. And I love what he does before that. Um, He's like, yo, there's no one like you. Right. Like he. He brings out the incomparable nature of God, right? Right. If you know something about the Old Testament culture and context, everybody was polytheistic. Everything was the God, the sun, the ground, (laughs) right? Everything was a God and all of the gods, you had to do something for them to get their blessing, right? right? You had to work the land in in order for it to work for you. You had to like bow down to the sun, all these things. But what he's saying is like, at the end of the day, God, you are different, right? right? You different. Mm. You do things for us and we respond to you. Amen. With gratitude and with worship.
0: Amen. And so at the very end, he just ends off and is like, yo, what I need is I need to be like God. I need to have an undivided heart, not just an untroubled life, right? And that's where we mess up. We think the answer to our problem is an untroubled life. But he's saying, no, 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 no. I need to have an undivided heart. I need to see God is worthy of praise, hmm. even through these tears, hmm. right? Truth needs to be like these windshield wipers on my eyes, where even when tears come down, the truth of who God is can wipe the tears away just enough for me to see how clear God is. And he just ends off with saying, "I, right, God, my enemies are visible. Yeah. I see them." Mm-hmm. And so he ends off and he prays, God, I need a clear sign of you." Yeah. i I need to see you as clearly as I see the people that are." persecuting me
1: amen psalm 87
0: yeah another
1: yeah anticipation right like they right. are longing the psalms uh somebody has spoken of it as like uh training our longings right right training what teaching us what to long and hunger and thirst after and this is this anticipation bro of the future right that is to come right mm. remember jerusalem in the old testament is where the temple dwelt but jerusalem was later called zion and zion is often spoken of in eternal terms right and so what he's saying here paul's gonna pick all this language up in the new testament um he's saying uh here at the end of the day he's like hey he's gonna call out god's enemies right yeah. so he'll say verse four i will look i will make a record of those who know me rahab mm. babylon Philistia, Tyre, and cush each one was born there and it will be said of zion hear this this one and that one were born in her you see what he doing
0: you see what he's doing <laughs> You see what he doing, J.O.? Not even adoption, bro. You see what he doing? But a surrogate, like, Mm. yo, yeah. You weren't my seed. Absolutely. But I'm going to not even just adopt you, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to birth you as if you were.
1: As if you were. And these regions were Israel's enemies. (sighs) This is the wild thing.
0: Look at God wiping out his enemies by turning them into friends. Absolutely. Mm. The
1: Lord is saying... The New Testament picks this up so smoothly. The Lord is saying, fam, these nations that are opposed to me now, yeah. they're going to be people among them mm. that come to me and will be born again, born from up above, like uh, Paul says in Galatians three. Yeah. Right? Yeah. These are people. And we are included in these people. We ain't right. like we aren't contrary to what folks folks be saying. Yeah. We ain't Israelites, right? right. Like, and God has <laughs> God has birthed us. Born, uh, uh, helped us to be born again by the power of His Holy Spirit yeah. from the heavenly
0: Jerusalem above. Yeah. And so, one thing that I will say is God's commitment to turn enemies into friends is a reason of joy and celebration, mm. and it should be no less for us. Mm. Not just joy and celebration in that in that God has done it, but emulation in praying that God would give us the same grace to do mm. the same thing to those in our lives yeah. right that we aren't those that only and always have to pray for vengeance we can pray that God would do the same thing in the lives of those that have done us wrong yeah amen
1: yeah psalm 88 remember I talked about the psalm psalm book 3 um 70 73 to 89 yeah being about questioning right yeah God's promises God's covenant the relationship they had with God and look at psalm 88 Like, I have had enough troubles and my life is near Sheol. It's about to be a wrap for me. Mm. I'm counted among those going down to the pit. It's about to be a wrap for me. I am like a man without strength, abandoned among the dead. I am like the slain lying in the grave whom you no longer remember, who are cut off from your care. For some, bro, suffering can be so bad that even living feels like dying. Mm. Right? It is the psalmist who is drowning and suffocated under the water of distress and affliction but guess what? He's drowning, but he's he ain't he's not dying. Right, right. Like he's that that's how intense. Could you imagine drowning but not actually dying? Like that right. that intense amount of suffering is what he is bringing up here, and you know it's crazy because yeah, I I, I don't discount that many people listening to this mm-hmm. have had seasons, yeah, maybe even years right. of experiencing something like this, and you know. Uh, what's interesting is that over and over, bro, throughout this psalm, he seems to slightly accuse God oh, yeah. of this, right? And it's important to note here that this psalm is not describing the character of God, but the state of the psalmist,
0: mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and we have to keep that intention in balance, right. especially as we read psalms like yeah. this.
0: Yeah, and I think one thing, you have to realize that yeah. even if you don't know what this feels like, more people in your life are praying this than you can imagine. Mm. This psalm starts off with hope, but it ends in this hopelessness, right? Yep, that's what I was going to get at. Yeah. like it
1: yeah.
0: What you need is you read this isn't primarily an exposition of what this psalm means. What you need is you read this, if this ain't you, is compassion. Mm. And you've got to know that there are more people in your life living this psalm. Um, than you could possibly imagine, uh,
1: and you know what's, yeah. what's crazy, bro, is that um, like like you said, this is a lament, most mm-hmm. laments have this structure of going to problem and a praise <sighs> this one doesn't huh uh, it doesn't end. And in and, and, and the the Hebrew, yeah, the last word he yeah. uses in the song, yeah. is darkness mm. he just he just ends off with darkness, yep. right, and it doesn't come that way, come off in English that way, but you see that. And I think I think what he's saying, bro, and I would love for you to speak to this. Yeah. There are some things I think the psalmist can is is testifying to. There's some things that just won't be resolved on this side. No. Of heaven. Right. No. There's some tensions, some pains. Yeah. That you're just going to like that some people will just have to right. deal with. Yeah. That is so tough for us to wrap our minds around. Yeah. But it's a reality. And the psalmist says that here.
0: It is. And it's just that. You know, anybody that's lost a loved one, mm. even after you kind of go through, right? It's not like time goes on mm. and you get to a place where you're like, man, look at all the good things God has done through this. I am 100% okay with what God done. No, there's, there's still a, a lingering darkness, right? Mm. There's still a corner of the room that regardless of how bright you turn the lights on, there's still corners of the room that still find themselves in shadows and the cobwebs don't quite come out and you can never quite light it the right way. Mm. And it's just saying, Mm. no, own it. Wow. There's nothing wrong with you if that's how you feel right now. Like you've got solidarity with the Psalmist in Psalm 88. He's saying, no, 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 listen, it's okay if that's where you are right now. What I love Mm. is that you know, the book of Psalms doesn't end that way.
1: Amen, brother.
0: The Bible doesn't end that way. Amen. But this chapter ends this way. Mm. So, you know, there may be chapters in your life that feel like this, that end this way, mm. but that chapter is not the conclusion. That chapter is not the end of the story. That chapter Amen. is not the epilogue. That chapter is not the mm. afterward. That chapter mm. or this chapter for you is not the final chapter. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Let's pray. God, we pray that you would fill us with hope. Even as that dark corner in our room doesn't light up, we pray that we would be reminded uh, that one day we will stand in the presence of you, God, the one who will displace our need for a son, in a moon, Lord, mm. that everywhere you go, God, you are light and in you there is no darkness at all. One day, even though that's not today, one day uh, you promise, Lord, to light up every corner of the room. And so help us to trust in you, even in those seasons uh, where things feel too dark to move forward. It's in Jesus' name we pray.